Welcome to Pull the Shoot, our weekly podcast where we talk to business owners, C-level executives, and experts from around the world. Our goal, to help as many businesses as possible grow to the next level. It's our hope that by interviewing these business leaders and hearing how they built their culture and their company, that you might gain insight on ways to help you be a better leader and provide a better culture for your people. Our mission is to change the top-down mentality of leadership and help others to create and implement a transformational leadership style that is uplifting, supportive, and appreciative towards your people. We believe if you grow your people, you'll grow your company. I'm your host, Jeff Cecil. Having a marketing strategy is critical in today's business world. The question for many business owners is where to begin. You know you need to be on social media, but what should it look like? What messages are you trying to communicate? Building your brand is key to your success, but what should the strategy be? Today's guest, Sandra Denovos, is a partner for Evolve Strategic Communications. They started Evolve in March of 2020 as a way to meet the needs of small to mid-sized businesses requiring strategic counsel, tactical marketing, and communication services. Since then, they've seen a real need to help companies identify their key differentiators that make up the company's DNA, helping them create messaging strategies that align with their business goals. Sandra has spent her career in technology marketing and sales, She has held senior sales and marketing positions for international software, hardware, and technology firms such as Sprint, Cognos Corporation, Ogilvy One, and most recently, KDDI Telehouse, a $40 billion global Fortune 300 headquartered in Tokyo. Sandra, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's kind of uh, exciting times and and interesting times all at once. I want, to, I want to kind of jump in here, if you don't mind, and just kind of get things going. Um, you and your business partner, Mindy Gibson, started uh, Evolve, and then three weeks later, the pandemic hit. Yes. Just insanity for you. Incredible I can't even timing. imagine. <laughs> Incredible timing. Um, yeah. but, but interestingly enough, it was a great time to reach out and talk to companies because everyone was revisiting their go-to-market strategy. Uh, you know, no longer were companies able to do as much of the face-to-face in terms of sales, uh, live events, which are very common in the tech field in terms Absolutely. of networking and also selling and marketing. That all went away. So uh, what we did find was um, that people were super open to, um, to sitting, uh, Zooming with yes. us in that case. Um, but yeah, so we started the company really focusing on small to medium-sized businesses um, because we saw that there was a, a real niche and a real need for uh, guidance, really. Um, I, I think the biggest mistake that leaders make of, of small and medium-sized businesses is they, they will develop a marketing plan before they develop a marketing strategy. And they're really two different things. So a marketing plan is really a roadmap and involves the tactics that you use in in terms of of reaching out to your your customers. Um, So the marketing strategy is more of an overarching uh, goal. So what are your company goals, right? That is 
really first and foremost what you want to be looking at. What is your unique selling proposition? And that's really when we get into what your key differentiators are. What makes your business different than your competitors? Um, and then really, who is your audience? And really understanding your audience. And, and you may have a, a primary um, audience and a secondary. So you really have to understand who you're talking to because your messages are going to be crafted around who you're trying to reach. Sure. Um, and you and you really have to know your your products and services, right? And again, um, from a from a pricing perspective and um, and and really understanding the features and and benefits. Um, most importantly, you have to understand what your what you're willing to allocate in terms of a budget, right? That's right. that's a big one. Um, it's like renovating a house, right? You wouldn't, you know, the sky's the limit in terms of what you might want in right, your exactly. house. But what are you really willing to allocate? And and the guideline is really in terms of, and this might be more for a medium and large size company, but about five percent, between three and five percent of your annual revenues. Okay. Now, certainly, if you're just starting out, you're an emerging startup business. You 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 obviously have different guidelines there. But what do you think? Yeah. That's an interesting point, though, because you're starting out. You need people to know who you are, right? right? So you have to put together a strategy. Do you spend more money in the beginning so that people know who you are, or do you not? I mean, what 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 have you guys seen? Um, that's a really good question. We've seen companies, startups, um, especially in the in the AI, artificial intelligence business that had seed money. Okay. Okay. So they were in a position where they could actually allocate a, a, a significant amount, let's say, you know, 3% of what they projected their revenues to be in year one. Um, and then we see other firms that are just willing to kind of stick their toe in, in terms of um, trying out social media or um, developing a content strategy to help create awareness through um, articles, blogs. So there, there's so much to do. And that's why we feel it's, it's a paramount importance to really sit down with the leaders of the company, whether it's the CEO or the president or um, the VP of, of marketing and really under, really work in, in developing a, a, a messaging framework uh, initially that is it acts as a foundation to inform everything else, right? Inform the, the behavior. Sure. So that's interesting. So just for our listeners, so they understand that. So what we're, we're talking about here is what is your message? What is your short elevator pitch? If you want to call it that, what's the messaging going to be on your website? I'm assuming all, all these things are the things that you're talking about, Sandra. Correct. So um, more, so ultimately in, in the ideal world, you, you would like uh, an integrated marketing plan um, where you have kind of a 360 degree approach to your marketing, um, which could be your website, your um, content strategy, um, PR, um, SEO, uh, search engine optimization, search engine marketing. You may want to look at that. Um, social media. So, um, so all of those 
efforts working together with a unified message and plan, um, ultimately what we do in terms of our client relationships is developing a, a roadmap that really keeps the client on track month to month. But most importantly, um, during this phase, when you're implementing your marketing plan, mm -hmm. you really have to set KPIs. KPIs are key performance indicators. Um, so that's, that's going to be super important in terms of measuring the okay. effectiveness and the success of these programs. And we see, a, a, and certainly Mindy and I and, and in past uh, companies that we've worked with, or even just with clients in general, that they're so anxious to get their marketing plan out there that they're really not thinking deeply about, well, wait a minute, what, what are we trying to achieve here? What's our expectation? Um, because you really wanna know that you're getting a return on, our, on your investment, right? On sure. your marketing plan. So it, it really, and that's where it's, you know, certainly we're having conversations with um, leaders and marketing, but we always want to bring in the sales team and to ensure that there is alignment between the marketing and sales process. That's key. That's actually good. Cause I, you know, over the years, it was always like marketing did their own thing and sales had to kind of pick up whatever marketing threw out there. So what you're saying is they need to work together and that would be a better solution for everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think that that's um, very traditional, right? Where marketing was, was kind of operating in a silo and, and, and sales was out there doing their own thing and, and, and never the two should meet. Right. 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 So that has really completely changed. And I, and I think that um, tools like Salesforce and CRM systems and marketing automation tools like Pardot and HubSpot have really helped create that more, that dialogue between sales and marketing. Um, so you can, you could, you can really uh, track the, the touch points, for example, that go on from a marketing perspective, whether you're sending an email or you're sending a piece of content to a particular prospect or customer and really being able to measure the effectiveness of that marketing against that particular prospect or customer. And I think, you know, it's interesting because I came up the ranks um, in sales. Uh, really my first job out of college was uh, working in outside sales uh, for uh, WorldCom um, in you know, working with um, corporations actually right around the time that um, equal access was happening. I'm really, I'm really dating myself here, Jeff. Here, that's okay. But, um, it, it's but, the experience that we want, though. That's the key, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it's, it's, it was the beginning of digital uh, transformation, right? Back then, and so companies were really starting to look at telecommunications as a business tool, right? So. So we were all out in the field and, um, and bringing that information back to the marketing teams. And, and I have to say that, um, you know, that was, that was really the, the turning point for me. I thought I want to be more behind the scenes, really doing the analysis and understanding what, 
how the positioning really right. should should work on on a broader on a broader scale. Awesome. So um, you know, you guys started up in the pandemic, and uh, have you seen a shift in marketing and strategy because of the pandemic? Do you think anything that's jumped out at you? I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, with with live events going away, we, we see it across the board with with our clients, um, and we have a wide array of um, industries that we work with: uh, technology, um, education, nonprofit, legal. Um, so, so we're seeing we're seeing more video. Okay, uh, we're, we're seeing more uh, companies willing to to um, do uh, panel events, virtual events online. Uh, we're seeing le less email marketing than I think we did maybe two or three years ago okay. uh, in general. Um, and, um, and certainly more traditional fields like legal uh, that, that weren't so aggressive in terms of social media now really leaning in to that because of the ability to network and, and create engagement. So, sure. Sure. so with all the, um, different people on social media, you know, your competitions there, um, what's a strategy that, uh, one of our listeners might be able to think about as they're planning this out to separate themselves from their competition? Um, yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Um, and again, a, a lot of it, it comes down to, um, you know, obviously what, what your product is, what your service is. Um, but what we've seen a big uptick in is account-based marketing programs. Okay. So, um, really looking at those high value accounts that you are looking to engage with. And in, in some respects, Maybe you've, you've had some existing uh, communication with them. So you, you may want to segment those accounts differently in a high priority versus um, secondary. However, um, the, so from an account-based marketing uh, perspective, coming up with tools that increase your engagement and you know you may want to look at marketing automation you may want to look at linkedin you may want to look at just consultative discovery calls that um based on a specific message that might be valuable to the client so account based marketing is something that we've really definitely awesome. seen an increase in yeah and i i'd like account based marketing it's um it's almost like Big Brother, though. It's a little scary at times for me, but, uh, but it, it is kind of neat. Yeah. Hey, what, what are two pitfalls a business should avoid when putting together a marketing plan? We've been talking about you know, the strategy and things like that. Now they're putting together a marketing plan. What, what are two of the pitfalls that, that they need to avoid when they do that? Um, you know, I think, again, how do you measure? How do you want to okay. measure success? So... There's a number of ways that, that you can do this. And, and I, I think, you know, this is really for um, a small, medium-sized business, less talking on the enterprise level. Sure. But um, so a pitfall could be really just not setting a goal. Um, so for example, 
do you want to increase your, your website visitors by 20, 30%? Okay, for example, that may be a goal that you want to set. Okay. Um, and so again, you have to think about your expectations and your results. I think also, Jeff, is um, I've seen marketing teams just afraid to talk about revenue, right? So um, if, you, if you know that you, from a sales perspective, are looking to um, increase this product sale by 20% in 2022, then that information is going to inform all of your decision-making regarding marketing, okay? So, um, so again, just setting those goals, um, making sure that you have a clear understanding of your customer, who you really are trying to reach, and, um, and then just making sure that you're tracking everything, um, you know, making sure that you're monitoring. We, it's some, there are some tools, or I, I should say channels such as public relations, media relations, that is more difficult to track which I think, you know, you asked what we're seeing the uptick in as far as the pandemic, um, the digital marketing, because of your ability to really track the effectiveness. So and that's actually, that's a great point because we can track it all. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. a few years back, we couldn't track it all. You know, we, we saw some of the things and, and the question was, how much of, of my website is affecting, you know, my sales versus how much is the email marketing affecting my sales versus social media, and um, I feel like we can track that a whole lot better these days. Right, right. And, and the other pitfall I would say is you've, you've got to give things time, right? Uh, SEO is a perfect example. You've probably seen this in, in your experience as well. You can't um, commit to SEO for 30 days and expect that right. your company is going to be on the top page of, of Google. Uh, so you really have to make at least a three or six month commitment to see results as far as search engine optimization. There's a lot of online and offline tactics that go into the behind the scenes, sure. backlinking, meta tagging, all of that. I don't want to get too technical because I know we're, you know, this is a wide audience, <laughs> but um but it, you know, it's it's a real commitment, and you have to be willing to, to, um, you know, realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think one of the other things that, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but um, try not to do everything all at once either, right? So, yeah. you know, one of the things that I started doing when I started pull the shoot was I just start, you know, dropping some things on LinkedIn, and then yeah. pretty soon, a little later, I was doing email campaigns, and then a little later, I I started this podcast and. Um, you know, things like that. So it's, it's I kind of segmented the growth um, right. for, for two reasons. One is I felt overwhelmed to try and do it all at once. <laughs> um, but two, I just thought it would always offer new things that were coming out there. And, yeah. you know, it's been almost six months for me now, and I'm really seeing attraction where people are actually, you know, reaching out. My website, you know, is, is really, um, visitation has really gone up quite a bit, um, you know, things of that nature. So um, it's, it's kind of interesting. But is that something that you recommend? I mean, I kind of did that without uh, just based on my theories, but you know, you're the expert. So tell me what, what's the best way to go about that? 
Yeah, I, I think it, that's exactly right. Um, you really, you, you should not be doing everything at once. Um, and, you know, again, it depends on on the size of the company and, and all of that. But um, for a small, medium-sized business, uh, we recommend, you know, what's really one or two um, programs that we that we want to implement and that we want to measure and set very specific goals. I mean, I had a client uh, recently who said, you know, I want a thousand followers on LinkedIn, on a mm -hmm. new company page. Well, you know, it's it's been an effort, but they're there. Um, and, you know, I, I another client of ours was really looking to create um, a presence in their specific uh, industry and in terms of um, articles and, and blogs and really just getting out there um, as, a, as a thought leader in their particular sector. And, you know, it, it, it took a good 12 months to, to really get there. Um, not, I mean, certainly there were activities all the way along, but uh, it's, you know, it just, it just takes time and, and people have to have to remember that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, in the vein of pull a shoot, how often do you reassess uh, things with clients? Do you, you know, do you actually pull the shoot, I guess, let's, let's call it that, um, and just kind of say, okay, here's where we're at. Do you do it quarterly? Do you do it monthly? Six months, a year? I'm not sure what the plan should be. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good question. So with with all of our clients, we usually have uh, at least two status calls with them in, in a on a monthly basis. Um, but our reporting with them is is really on a quarterly basis. Quarterly. And, and we will um, there may be a need depending on something that happens in their specific industry or. Um, or a new product or service that they're rolling out that we may need to shift some of the messaging. Um, I think in terms of branding um, that companies, especially in the climate that we're in right now with so much going on with the pandemic and even just societal political shifts that are happening um, that you really need to look annually um, at your brand positioning something that we've seen uh, so much of in the last 24 months is um, corporate social responsibility uh, marketing. Okay. So, you know, with um, digital inequities, health inequities, um, climate change, sustainability, yeah. and the, certainly in the, in the, in the tax space, um, all of these messages, um, this has been a, a big focus for a lot of companies is, is how do we, how do we um, promote more of our, our CSR initiatives and then how do we measure them with more of the ESG environmental sure. social governance metrics. So that's become a, a, a really important uh, piece, especially for public companies because there is a lot of pressure now to show and demonstrate what your uh, metrics really are. It's not enough to say in the data center business, I'm sustainable. Right. Um, you know, you really, you really have to, to show those numbers 
and want and 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 do it in a way that's that's technical and 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 um, tied into uh, regular reporting. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks yeah. for that. Hey, we're about out of time. You and I could keep talking for another hour, I think, on this stuff. I just love the whole marketing aspect of things and the strategy that goes behind it, which is key. Um, but uh, we're gonna have to wrap things up. Um, do me a favor, tell our listeners how they could find Evolve on the website or how to get a hold of you if they have any questions. Yeah, so um, check us out, um, evolvestrategiccommunications.com. Uh, so you can go to our website and um, we, uh, generally speaking, are um, available for discovery calls. Uh, feel free to reach out to us. We, we um, love to, to hear from anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Jeff, sorry. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, our That's website right. is the best way to to reach us. Wonderful. And I'll put that in the notes uh, for the podcast when when we drop this one. Um, Sandra, thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I look forward to continually supporting each other, um, and hopefully, let's change the world together. Right? I mean, there's just so much fun things that we can do. Um, to all our listeners, thanks for listening. Until the next time, stay safe and be healthy. Thanks, Jeff.